Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Thanks to Thrive Market for supporting the morning stream. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join today at thrivemarket.com slash TMS. To get 40% off your first order and a free gift. Coming up on TMS. I don't like prison jujubees. Where's Harvey's duds? The Daily Taco News Show. Thirsty sword lesbians. Guilty dog ain't got no rhythm. A traditional pocket man. Endangered dog food sharks. Russ Cosmos on center stage. Buy a pair of fries. I hate it, but it's a limited time offer. The United Colors of Peloton. Thumbnail, but no further. (laughs) In space, no one can hear you scream, but... They can smell you. Lengthy, obscure Berlin Wall jokes. 15-inch pens with Bobby. Dirty, crusty squirrels with Bill. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It's a quiet Sunday afternoon in Gotham City. The police state that the recent wave of crime has been brought under control. Now, this may be so, but somehow I believe that it's just the calm before the storm. You wouldn't be able to go fishing tomorrow. Or ever. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. Always check your candy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Morning Stream. It's Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett right there. Hi, Brian. Hey. Hey. Happy Tuesday. <clears throat> it's Tuesday, everybody. Not quite hump day, but uh, your pants are coming off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't uh, either. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Is it preparation for hump day? Is that the deal? Your pants come off on Tuesday in preparation? Yeah, and then on Thursday, uh, you, you put them on again. You know, you put them back on. Yeah, you, you put them back on. Money on the dresser. After yeah. hump day. Hey, uh, uh, I don't know if this is a problem for you or not, but this morning, normally the dog's in her kennel all night. Uh, my yeah. dog, Rainer, and uh, the other one for sure, the big one, but uh, my dog's usually in there. But sometimes we forget. She'll still sleep in her kennel, but the door will be open. Now, this morning, at about 7, I hear her tick, 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 walking around. Uh-huh. And I went, oh, we forgot to lock her in. No big deal. Oh, she sounds like she just got up. I'll go take her out. So I go to take her out, open the door, and she immediately runs back into her kennel. Something she is not prone to do oh, if she's spent all night no, in the kennel. that sounds like a guilt move. Uh-huh. So now, I'm walking around like I'm checking for landmines all day. Trying to find out where maybe there might be a little wet pee-pee spot somewhere in the house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not liking and that. I don't like that. Not at all. 
Anyway. But didn't find anything? No, not yet. I, I did a, a, wow. cur- a cursory check, and uh, so far, so good. But I still say it was real fishy. I don't. And I I think she's up to some 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 no good. Yeah, you uh, gotta turn on the black light and look around. Oh, I don't, I don't even dare because then I'm gonna find something <laughs> from six months ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. It's gonna be like, oh my god, what am I in a, in a Renaissance Inn? What is this? Is this a Motel Six or my house? I'm worried about it. I'm nervous. But we'll yeah. see how it goes. Anyway. Renaissance and Residence and I think is what I was thinking of. Oh, well Renaissance sounded right. I mean I didn't I didn't yeah. I didn't object. I think it sounds okay. You know the Renaissance Inn. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, where, where you, you spend you... a lot of nights. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where you with where... a K. <laughs> there we go. A lot I'm of done. dark nights with a K. All right. Uh dark hey. Nights. So, uh, hey, Brian, uh, I meant to ask you this before you left, and I totally forgot. Yeah. You did yeah. grab that uh, Pokemon Arceus or Arceus or how do you oh, say it? Oh, it is Arceus. I'm glad. Or Arceus. Ar- Arceus. Yeah, it is a hard C. Boy, it's a hard C. Yeah. Uh, like thanks to the C. Pokemon news, world news update thing that they released uh, last week, a little over a week ago. It is indeed pronounced Arceus. Um I did pick it up for the Switch, mm-hmm. and uh, I am friggin' hooked. I am deep in. Mm. This thing is... So it's... it's uh, You know how in uh, earlier Pokemon games, there's a... All right, you're going to this town, and you've got to go around and, and catch some Pokemon, but then you got to battle the gym leader in this town, and then you move on to the next town, and you go and you find some Pokemon, and then you battle the gym leader, and blah, blah, blah. Um, this is more of a hub and spoke than a path you have a central village that you're that you'll constantly keep reporting back to and you go out into these little different wild areas to go hunt your pokemon and open up um open up bases like uh, almost like world of warcraft when you're like oh i'm i've completed all the quests in this little area mm-hmm. and it turned into a an outpost where i can refresh and rest my pokemon and buy things and that sort of thing sounds like a like um, an open world sort of a little bit open way world more version. open world and yeah. and you know not as linear um yeah you can um you can uh uh take it linearly and do like all right i'm doing this one i'm doing this quest i'm doing this quest but i'm kind of having a good time like just trying to fill out all the pages the the pokedex has more of a um a set of tasks per pokemon than just catch them all catch right. one of each kind of thing right. it's like all right well for this for for uh Rosalia, you've got to catch 12 and fight with one of them and evolve one mm-hmm. and feed uh, feed four of them a berry, that sort of thing. Sure. And the more of those, you know, as soon as you get 10 things completed, you've completed that character, completed that Pokemon. Interesting. So the fighting is yeah. is still turn-based, but you can, it, there's no random battles, right? You don't just bump into something and go... No. Yeah, you, yeah. you basically see them, and, and if they don't see you, you can just throw a ball at them and catch them without even a battle, oh. um, which oh. is great. Yeah. But if they see you, then it's like, all right, throw in my bibli or whatever it is and catch that... Uh, Hoobly. <laughs> Ursa ring or whatever. Sure. No, yeah. it's cool. I keep hearing, I hear comparisons like... Uh, if you took a little bit of Breath of the Wild and jammed it in there, that's kind of the game. Yeah, yeah. It is very, very similar to Breath of the Wild. It has a very, very 
um, that, that open world feel, and especially with mounts, you know, mm-hmm. you get a mount and you start running around and, and uh, uh, going further and jumping higher and stuff like that that you weren't able to do before. Is it a pocket man um, mount? Is it like a full on like big old Pikachu horse or, or what do you get it's there? A, it is like a Pikachu horse. Well, the first one you get is a, uh, a reindeer, a Stantler, uh, or, or the evolution of Stantler, I can't remember what that's called, but... Waldor- um, they're Waldorfs. They start out as Statlers. They become Waldorfs. That's right. They yeah. turn into Waldorfs. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I'm catch that Pokemon! <laughs> they say. That's right. Um, and then you also get a bear that like can sense things in the ground and dig for it. And Weirdeer. Thank you, uh, Saznak9. Weirdeer. Weirdeer! Weirdeer! Weirdeer. That's awesome. Uh, I, yeah. I, I've been eyeballing it, just hesitant, because I wasn't I don't know. Just wasn't totally sure. Didn't have any immediate friends who have been playing. I guess John right. plays it, but uh, mm-hmm. hadn't really dug much deeper than that. But it sounds like a Pokemon game I would actually like more I than think, your usual. I think, I think you would. Yeah, I think you'd get a kick out of it. It's it's uh, it doesn't feel as repetitive. It doesn't feel repetitive at all. And I was worried about that when I saw I was like, oh, okay, you're just basically go out into the wild and catch 10 of these and then come back and then catch 10 of these. No, it's there's way more to it. And then you get little mini quests of like, could you please bring me back? Uh, uh, all of a sudden, I can't think of uh, good Pokemon names besides Pikachu. Could you go out and bring me back a Pikachu for my farms? Yeah, yeah you need them for your farms. That's what you need. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it's 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 great. That's awesome. Um, That's very cool. I uh, again, it's like um, I don't know. I like when they get they get weird with it. I don't know. I don't know if these two new ones. Uh, what is it? Sapphire, not sapphire. Violet. Yeah, those are the ones. I think those are probably a little more adherent to traditional mm-hmm. Pocket Man. <laughs> it looks like it from the from the really short video. Mm-hmm. You know, we got as a teaser. It's probably going to be closer. Who knows? Maybe not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this. You know, the fact that it's a Pokemon Legends game, yeah. and the whole thing has like a a feudal Japan kind of feel to it. Even the uh, Pokeballs look like uh, like steampunky versions of Pokeballs instead of your 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 typical smooth red and white. Oh, game. right. Well, and uh, canonically, this thing's set in the past, right? Some kind of prequel. It is. So. It appears to be. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of cool because none of your. Uh, you don't have like the gym system or the no teleport stuff or any of that stuff in there. No, I mean you can tell you do some teleporting, but uh, um, I think it's probably just like it's Game of Thrones teleporting, right? Where it's like uh, we cut away for a second. Look, you're back at your outpost, uh, healing your Pokemon. Gotcha. Somehow, yeah, we really got to get a lot in this final season. So <laughs> exactly. How about how about we invent teleporting? The uh, the the White Walkers have taught us how to teleport. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And while I'm playing the game, I've been listening to uh, the brand new album from Sturgill Simpson. Brand new it came out at the end of last year, but it's called The Ballad of Dude and Juanita. Oh, it's good. And it's really God, good. It's so good, and yeah. it's like uh, you know, it's uh, bluegrass. What am I doing listening to bluegrass? But yeah. I'm, I'm totally hooked. He's got a special brand. It's not the same. It's something special nice. there. Special sauce. I don't know what it is, yeah. but he's yeah, fantastic. He's figured out how to do it. Yeah, yeah. him and him and um, um, Coulter yeah, Wall. Yeah, those are my jam. I love both those guys. Yeah, they're and they're like yeah, a Sturgill generation Simpson. apart. Like Sturgill Simpson could probably be Coulter Wall's grandfather. Because <laughs> Coulter Wall's right. like all of 24 or something. He's young. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably dad. I think uh, Sturgill Simpson's not that that old himself, even though he sounds old. Yeah. Um, we've been doing Sturgill's music for soundography this week. And um, because of that, I've listened to everything, one right after the other, 
And it's amazing how he just goes from genre to genre. That whole Sound and Fury thing that he put out a couple of years ago, what, 2019? Yeah, that was awesome. It's awesome, and it's rock and roll, and it's it's kick-ass, and there's a great anime Netflix thing that goes along with it. It's, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, it's it is nuts. nuts. And you're right, he's only 43, so maybe 43. dad. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Dad. Dad, yeah. May, early dad, you know? <laughs> like right out of high school, yes. pooped a kid Exactly, out. yes. Yeah, Sturgill got <laughs> pregnant in high school is the rumor I'm spreading. Anyway, uh, well, there's that. Hey, I got a, a quick sneak peek for people in the chat. And uh, those at home, you'll get an audio uh, description of this. Soon you'll have uh, pictures to sort of show yourself. Uh, let me share these real quick. So basically, um, we have the swag worked out for what people are going to get when they come to uh, Vegas for TMS Vegas. And we have a price point, which is not up on the site yet. It will be soon. Uh, that should be today or tomorrow, something like that, real mm-hmm. soon. Whoops, that's yeah. not the item. Hold on. I put the wrong thing up. Okay, I can, so. Uh, yeah, I can certainly get it on Viva TMS. Yes. Viva it, TMS Vegas. So here's the golf ball. You're going to get a printed, custom, one-of-a-kind TMS Vegas 2022 golf ball. That artwork was done done by me. Drew the whole damn thing. Took forever. Uh, anyway, that thing is really cool because uh, it was Brian who reminded me that we can do this shit on golf balls because we did the frog pass one <laughs> years ago. <laughs> the, the fact that I had one over here. Yeah, this one right here. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. Uh, and so, yep, see so you guys. See, and that's the quality. You'll get a nice, real nice little full-color print on yeah. the side of your golf ball. It's like an eyeball. Even if you don't golf, it's just a cool keepsake uh, for the event. And then also, uh, hold on a second. Let me pull up the next one. A, uh, what do you call them? Die-cut sticker. Of the Welcome to the Fabulous Morning Stream Nevada 2022 sticker. Uh, we had a similar sort of thing we used one year, but this one's uh, all updated and, and, and in uh, die-cut sticker form, which everyone loves. Yeah. So that'll be there. You can stick that on your notebook, your PC, whatever, wherever you put your stuff. There's also a print included. It'll be uh, me and Brian and our little coffee cup logo just hanging out in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I left it nice and spacey on the side so that we can sign these because uh, we'd love to do that for anybody who wants that. You heard uh, it, Kevin Spacey on the side. That's right. So if you want this full, beautiful set uh, of cool swag coming to you, uh, basically when you come there, uh, Kim and I will have them in these beautiful little bags, and you can, you know, you'll have yours to take, uh, and they're only going to run you like twenty five bucks, I think, is our current price point, and I don't think it'll go up. I think that's all it's going to be. Super, super cheap compared to everything else cool. happening, and it helps us uh, cover costs of things like the ballroom or renting and you know all that yeah. junk. So. Um, details on all that coming up soon too, but uh, this will be up in the in the um, uh, Viva TMS or t- uh, sorry Viva TMS dot com or no Viva TMS Vegas dot com will have a link to it. <laughs> It'll also be on the Frog Pants site, and uh, you'll you'll be well aware of it by the time this all happens. But um, we're excited; it's going to be great. That's cool. Are you going to offer that up to people uh, who don't come to the event who want to buy? Like, yes, yes. We will have cool. extras made uh, so that I don't know how many yet. I'm still working with Dave on that, but we'll have enough, hopefully, for anybody who can't come but still wants to, A, support the event, and B, get their own little set. Oh, uh, cool. So, oh, can't wait. It's yeah. going to be good. It's going to be, be good. so much fun. Yeah, we're, yeah. Getting there. we're getting there quick, man. We're getting there quick. All right. Yes. More on that soon. Um, also, good news. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is well, it? Well, I don't know if it is or not, but everybody wants those nacho fries at Taco Bell. And the good news is, 
since we do Taco Bell news here on the show all the I time. I know. It is It is uh, Taco Bell news. Uh, yeah. The nacho Oops fries stories, are back. Taco Bell news and yeah. Brian. Are you going to run right out and get some nacho fries now that they've uh, I wasn't. A, I've never, I wasn't a fan of them the last time. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That it's, they came out. So I was not one of the people clamoring for a return for the nacho fries. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever actually had them. Um, I w- I'll try them. Uh, yeah. Here's let's see. They're only doing them in certain locations, and then they're spreading out again. So let's see: Phoenix, Northern California, San Diego, Los Angeles. Right now. Um. Oh wait, is that right? I take it no, no, that's not right. Hold on, this is the totally wrong. This this link that Google gave me is wrong. Here it is. Okay. Um. Oh, weird. They didn't. It's they say they're caught in a time loop. And by that, they mean <laughs> they haven't changed anything about the fries themselves. And also the packaging is identical to that last time that they were available, huh. which was okay. 20. The last time you could buy a pair or a pair of these, a, 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 a thing of these yes. was 2018. So it's been that long, okay. uh, which doesn't seem like that long, but it is kind of a, yeah. you know, in, in, in f- it's less, that's uh, 18 in Taco Bell years. That's right. Um, let's see. Reward members have a chance to snag the first dip uh, because the fries are served with cheesy sauce. So it looks like you rewards members can get them free and a la carte. Oh, uh, March twenty fourth to twenty sixth before anyone else can. Gosh, yeah. wow! Yeah. Now I feel I have to go get them. Yeah, uh, even though I didn't like them a whole lot. There you go. Uh, it says the fries. I've been told that they're limited edition. <laughs> I gotta go, Scott. <laughs> the fries are uh, priced at a recommended dollar forty nine an order, or you can get it in nacho form, which is covered in that crappy cheese, for five dollars yeah. forty nine cents. Really? That's a lot <laughs> money. A lot of money for that goo. There's no way that stuff's worth that. That's right. No. Um, no. Or oh, and that also. I'm sorry. That includes the fries, beefy five layer burrito. And uh, a crunchy taco and a medium drink. That's not too bad. Well, no, it's not bad. At all. Yeah. So. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I hate it, but it's only here for a limited time, so I better get it. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> they're trying to. Cre- I think they're trying to make their own version of like the McRib, but I don't. I don't know that fries yeah. fall into that category. You got to do no, something else. No, it's a side dish. That's not a. That's not a meal, Jerry. That's a side dish. It's a side dish. I'm having the salad. You have that with a taco. A taco's your meal. <laughs> Nacho fries are a side dish. That doesn't count as a meal. That guy's in the next is in uh, next week's film sack. I'm so excited. I, know, I can't wait. I can't wait either. Um, so so what if you okay? So as a former uh, employee of the venerable yes. chain, what would you yes. have as the McRib? You know, your returning thing. Oh, ooh, that's so good. What a good question. Uh, steak burrito. Oh. The steak bur the the like uh, when they had the grilled steak that they used for the fajitas, and yeah. then they said. Oh, we could use this in a, as a different ingredient and a different product. Uh, and they came up with the, basically it was a burrito supreme just with uh, steak. We can mix and match these and make four other items for our menu. Exactly. What if we put steak in a mixy belt? Uh, I love this oh, vision man, of what those TV's people are TV's Travis like. says Enchirito. Ah, I forgot about the Enchirito. See that? Wow. Here's here's the deal, though, with the Enchirito. They did bring it back for a little while, mm-hmm. and it sucked. It wasn't nearly as good. I don't know what they what they did, but it uh, um, it wasn't nearly as good as, as uh, 
you know, as, as it used to be. And I don't know if it was the lack of olives on top, but there was something besides that that was missing. Oh, right. So, the olives were on the, the early ones. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. So, so according to the Taco Bell wiki, yes, there is a Taco yes. Bell wiki. Uh-huh. Uh, the entry to a Taco Bell goes back as far as 1970. Uh, it is a burrito with beef, beans, scallions, a choice of either red chili sauce or green to- tomatillo sauce and uh, cheese. This popular item had been on and off the menu numerous times. It was discontinued officially in 2013. Um, let's see. Video for the entry was made in the beginning of 2000 to start off Taco Bell's year of food. What the hell is that? Um, yeah, it looks like they're nowhere near bringing that back. So That like, was that was you know. the year that they made food, Scott. Yeah. That one year. <laughs> Wait, so the best time that to have ever eaten food. Taco Bell would have been that year. Yeah, you know, if you missed out on that year, yeah. uh, sorry, you're not eating food. That's a real shame. We missed yeah. that. I didn't really I'm, pay attention. And I made the mistake of looking in my uh, Taco Bell app, and yeah. today only, buy one, get one free, crunchy taco. Oh, That's that's like perfect that right sounds, there. Two, right. two tacos and I'm done. Yeah, you don't need more than that. No, don't don't let stories of uh, weirdos with 400, five 480 calories, piece of cake. Have Pl- a piece of fruit with that, and it's it's lunch. There you go. Don't put a piece of cake with it, though. Don't do that. No, not a piece of cake. No. Fruitcake. Yeah, fruitcake. There you go. <laughs> piece of fruitcake. I had a, uh, uh, so there's a local place here doing a deal, doing a um, charity drive for uh, the Ukraine, for Ukraine, yeah. rather. And yeah. they have um, these pies. So the place is called Flake. Flakies? Flake? The Flake. Anyway, it's all pies. <laughs> they make pies and, and, and pastries and things like that. Sure. And they have these like Ukrainian hand pies, which I guess is a thing uh, there. And uh, their their logos, they're not Ukrainian owned. They're not like nobody's from Ukraine, but they just so happen their color scheme of the place is the is the flag. Oh, colors. It's blue, yellow and blue. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah. that specific yeah. yellow and blue that they have that many yep. colors of Pentaton kind of looking <laughs> or Benetton. Close or enough. Whatever Peneton, it is. But sure. Pentaton. Sure. What am I thinking? You need of? to listen to some more of Empire Weekend, man. Come on. Oh, I'm thinking of Pelotons, what I'm thinking of. The United Colors of Peloton. Yeah. Uh, red. <laughs> red, sweaty, and uh, That's right. exactly. and uh, laid off because uh, they laid off all those people. Anyway, <laughs> so they, um, so they, that the flake, they're doing this thing where the, uh, something like, I don't know, 80% of the proceeds or whatever it is go to the, go to uh, some fund to go over there and help those, those people. And uh, I got one of these. And um, I haven't had my blood sugar spike in a while. I've been doing real good that oh, way. Sure, you know, just killing it. And I can have yeah. like, oh hey, I'll have a, a, a just a little peanut butter cup, no problem, because I don't mm-hmm. spike on those if I'm being moderate. You know, just right, eat one right. and don't eat four. Moderation. Just moderation is the key. Yep. Yeah. So I ate. I ate a big bite of this. I ate a big bite of this of this Ukraine thing. <laughs> yeah, sure enough, big old spike. So gotta gotta not do that. But anyway, I don't know why I brought that story up. Other than it was than worth it. It was worth it. It was totally right? worth it. It was for the people of Ukraine. All right. Yeah. That's what they need. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what? Free free publicity for things to help Ukraine. There's a itchy or itch.io sale today. Um, put it up on Twitter. Let me see if I can find the link. It is uh, basically they're doing. A massive charity thing. 100% of the proceeds go to Ukraine and Ukrainian victims. And it is something like three to four thousand dollars worth of video games. Oh, wow. Wow. For 10 bucks. 10 or or what you want to pay. You can pay more. 
But uh, itchy.io, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they do? Yeah. yeah, itchy.io. And I'm trying to find the damn. I have a direct link here. Somewhere. Yo, yo, yo. No, it's not itchy.io. Or at least or itch, not the way I spelled it. Isn't it itch.io? Itch.io? Itch. Maybe. That's it. Itch.io. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't go there as much as I probably should. I was uh, put a Y in there when I shouldn't have put a Y in there. Oh, there it is right there. Skateboard. There it is. It's... Between two crowns, cross codes, sword lesbians, backbone, cloud gardens. Yeah. Th- wow. Thousands of dollars worth of games. There's tons of games in there. Let's see. 1,000 or so games. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was underestimating. $6,500 plus minimum. That's that's how much they're worth or what they sell for normally. 10 yeah. buck donation or more if you want. All proceeds go to charity. It's totally worth it. There's a million rad indie games in there. That's what itch.io is all about anyway. Ooh, they're... super hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super hot. I love my super hot, super although hot's I love it on... I can't imagine playing it on anything but uh, VR. Oh, it's really good in, in non-VR as well. I mean, it's good Ooh. no matter where you play it, but it's okay. it's a very good game. Oh, a lot of these, look at how many of these are like uh, Mac compatible too. Sundered, Eldritch Edition, uh, mm-hmm. there's a few in here. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. So anyway, I did it this morning. You should too. It's a great way to support a thing. It's only 10 bucks. Even if you never play them all. And look, yeah. if you wanted to... I'd never play them all. Are you kidding me? I'm looking at these right now, and, and the, the, the list just keeps going and keeps going. Oh, it goes forever. It's a thousand games. And also, uh, uh, even if you did it and you don't even play games and you go ahead and do it, just send us all your codes. We'll put them in our list of... Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. Battle Royale prizes, you know? There you go. I don't know if these are Steam uh, codes I like, or not, I like uh, <laughs> the girlfriend of my girlfriend is my friend. Mm-hmm. Some good ones That's in there. It's a, uh, a trans uh, trans RPG. Interesting. Mm. Didn't you say what was the lesbian one you mentioned? Lesbian swords or blades something? of le- no? What was it lesbian blade? No, it was up near the top. <laughs> sword of lesbian. Thirsty sword lesbian. There, there you it go. Is. Awesome. Yep, that's in there. <laughs> Uh, all kinds of like cool uh, side-scrolling Metroidvania-style games. Just a great oh. collection. So Golf yeah. Peaks was one that I think we talked about as a. Uh, as a recommend recommendation on here, yeah, it was an app, um, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, most PC Super Hexagon. I've I've loved playing. Uh, yeah, Hidden Folks. Oh, Cosmic Express looks like right up my alley. Yeah, that's that. a cool game. Look at these. See, there's stuff. There's something for everybody, Brian. Something for Shut everybody. Shut up! I want this. Get it. Ten bucks. All right, I'm gonna get it. I'm it's totally all you're out. Get it. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Hold on. Some other thing I was going to... Metamorphobat. Looks like this goes until... Oh, geez. In case the chat didn't get the link. There you go. Uh, Looks like it goes until... For nine days. So whatever that is, you got time to get in there and get it. And it's totally worth it. Um, An amazing collection of games. Oh, man. They got got Goner on here. It's one of my favorite little roguelikes. That's a great game. Yeah. They got... uh, Let's see. Dot Dungeon's very fun. Well, heck, just take my money. Celeste? Uh, Oh! No kidding. Oh, sorry. Celeste is amazing. I didn't mean to lose my mind there, but that's a very good game. That's all right. Lose your mind. It's fine. Lose your mind. Um, We'll find it. Can't be that hard to find. Nope. (laughs) It's over to the... Jeez, every time I think I'm getting to the bottom of this list, like it says more. uh, It goes on forever. And it's all indie stuff. That's the whole point of itch.io. So, you know, you're not going to find your... uh, uh, your, your god of war in here but you're gonna get everything yeah, else no kidding all right uh that's that for that now now okay. now all the right. newsroom oops and dance by the light of the moon time for the news brought to you by 
by Frog Pants Television at youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. Hey, Scott, what the heck is this thing all about? Well, uh, so I started doing short form commentary videos, uh, like a big news yeah. item will pop up. Sony bought some <sighs> secret Konami uh, IP. And you that you nobody... outline yourself in white. You put big block yep. letters of. If I didn't, if I didn't, I know. It if works. it didn't work, I wouldn't do it. And then somebody else said, "Oh, Scott, you got to go full green screen and do this." And I said, "This is as far as I'm willing to do this." <laughs> well, that's what they. That's you say that now. Yeah. Until you said, and "Wow, that... look at all the look at how my numbers <laughs> shot up when I did that." But it did. It does actually work. Weirdly, I did a test. I tested yeah. ones without yeah. it and ones with it. And the ones with it got more hits. Yeah, I can't no, explain. Reason it. people do it. I don't like it. And every time you see my face in one of those, I look a little embarrassed. That's why I don't like doing it. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I do like the one of you and Carter. Uh, you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she goes, "We may as well go all in, Dad." And I'm like, "All right, fine. Let's do the face." Uh, but anyway, it's uh, it's a thing I'm doing. Um, you know, kind of every so often over there. If you want to go check it out, it's at uh, like you said over at uh, YouTube.com/slash Scott Johnson. There's a whole playlist for Frog Pants TV, and uh, it's fun. I'm a good time with it. So go check it out. Uh, okay, yeah. and some endangered sharks in the news. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, this is no good. Uh, they were found in a cat and dog food. Uh, sharks in yeah. the food. Endangered sharks. Oh. Yep, they've been ground Watch up and out, used Rover. there. Yeah, turns out maybe someone's not ethically sourcing their stuff as ethically yeah. as they I told us they were. The, the headline should be endangered shark meat found in cat and dog food, not endangered sharks found in cat and dog food. It does imply the entire shark was found in the It cat really does. Food. Like, you open a yeah. can of nine lives and there's a, a fin going around in circles in the in the in the track. Yeah, what's going on in Rusty's bowl? Oh, that's a sh- that's a whole shark in there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel you. Uh, this is according to DNA studies. Food, pet food containing endangered shark meat. I'll just I'll add it. Yeah, uh, is being fed to cats and dogs by unwitting owners, according to a new study. Scientists found that several brands contained endangered species, but listed only vague ingredients such as ocean fish. Uh, meaning that customers are often oblivious. They don't know. They just see ocean mm-hmm. fish in the ingredients. Mm-hmm. I don't know sure. if I'd eat anything that said ocean fish on it. Ocean fish, as opposed to river fish or sea fish or pond fish. Yeah, I just think that sounds... Aquarium fish. Yeah, not, ugh, the, not the most popular one No, right there. No, they drag their own poo strings around in the aquariums. It's gross. So what, they do that in the ocean too, Scott? Shit. Now all the truth comes out. <laughs> the majority of pet owners are likely lovers of nature. Uh, that's a weird assumption, but whatever. And we think uh, most would be alarmed to discover that they would unknowingly be contributing to overfishing of shark populations, says the study's author Ben Wainwright of Ian French, the Yale Nuss College in Singapore. NUS, I don't know what that means. Must be an extension in Singapore. Anyway. Yale Nuss. Yale Nuss. Yale Nuss. Shark populations are overfished throughout the world, which decline, or sorry, with declines of over 70% in the last 50 years. Um, that's just in our lifetimes, man. Yeah. As apex predators, they are crucial for the balance of oceans, uh, the ocean and its food chain, and the loss of sharks has knock-on effects on seagrass beds and coral reefs. Uh, the sale of shark fins has been widely publicized, uh, but a silent contributor, the author says, to the use of shark products in everyday items, such as food, uh, for pets and cosmetics. So all that makeup I, also, I put on this morning, it's got shark meat in it. 
Yeah, well, tested on sharks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I also blame Spielberg. I think that um, yeah. uh, it's him and uh, the animal testing and uh, nine lives. Okay. I blame his yeah. Mexican non-union equivalent, Spielbergo. Steven Spielbergo. <laughs> Steven Spielbergo. One of my favorite Simpsons jokes of all time. I love that one. <laughs> I forgot. Do you remember that? They had the, it was like the yeah. Springfield Film Festival, and it's where they launched. It was actually the, the entire episode was an attempt to launch that spinoff or to launch the show of The Critic. Uh, oh, the, right. Because so, right, right, right. he was on yes. there. John, uh, John, what's Lovitz. his name? Lovitz was on there playing that character. And then he went from that to then that new show. But I don't, I mean, and, you know, The Critic only lasted two seasons or something. But, I don't remember almost any of it to do with him. It could have been mm. any guest star. That was just one of the best episodes they ever made. It was fantastic. It was crossover, but it was before that show launched, I think. Chat room, you could clear this up if I'm wrong, but I think that's right. I have yeah, strong I didn't remember. I, I thought that they did a crossover, but I didn't remember one launching the other. But um, I thought it was. I could be totally wrong on that. That's my, my memory is fuzzy. It stinks. Exactly. Oh, man. Those were the days. I enjoyed those days of animation. Uh, yeah. By the way, happy... Uh, if anyone's watching this on... Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, happy, Smiley Friends, I think it's called, or something like that. It's a new um, HBO <laughs> Max series. Um, oh, hold on. Smiley Friends? If you like weird... Yeah, it is Smiling Friends. That's it. It's an adult mm-hmm. swim show. It's on HBO Max right now. Um, apparently these are two popular YouTube animators. They got their start on YouTube and then now this is the, their big break. They got their big show. It is the weirdest ass thing, but I love it, but it's weird. um, Does it, does it feel like cheap, janky animated style kind of thing? Like, no, uh, it's not cheap and janky. It's like, um, how do I explain it? I don't know. It's not like anything else that's on. It's definitely very Adult Swim, though. Like, if you've, I don't think these are good comparisons, but if somebody's seen Squidbillies or somebody has seen, uh, you know, and I'm not talking about like yeah, the stuff where yeah. it's like, oh, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. I don't mean like that. It's just an odd, it's very odd. Very like, I'm, we're right on, we're, we smoke pot while we write this show kind of odd. <laughs> I love okay, it. Okay. All right. Nick, yeah. and, Nick and I are so really this- into it. It's very good. This is something that started on YouTube, or these guys start out on YouTube, and then and then Smiling Friends became a HBO Max. Thing. Yes, that's the that's the trajectory, gotcha. I believe. Yeah. Um, but I never, I didn't, I didn't follow them before that, so I'm not I'm not sure how that all came together. But <laughs> it's a very oh, this odd looks thing. pretty. Yeah, this looks great. Yeah, okay. there's just there's something about it. It's got a little sauce to it. Me and me and Nick laughed our heads off the other night. We were having a good time with it. So yeah, here's your early week recommendal for Smiling Friends. Okay. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Don't eat. The point is, don't eat cat food. Is the point. Don't eat the the shark infested cat food. Yeah. Watch out for the sharks. I'm just gonna say people <laughs> shouldn't eat cat food no matter what, and then well, everybody else should. Uh, unless there's a let's let's caveat. Mm. Uh, if there's a if there's an apocalypse, right, and mm-hmm. and all we can find in the rummage through convenience stores is cat food, then we can eat cat food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. And I, then at that point, we're okay with the sharks. Too, totally right? fine with the sharks too. Then yeah, because yeah. it's survival of the fittest at that point. Screw the sharks. That's right, what we're saying. Right. Exactly. Uh, check this they out. They need us. They, they would did. be like, "Oh, I'm not touching that. It's got human in it. Yeah. And we need to protect the humans. Yeah. Protect the humans. 
They're they're yeah, we'll be the Brian is exactly right. And then when society <laughs> rebuilds itself, fine, we'll go back and to the we'll old way. We'll go ways. back to protecting the sharks. Yeah, yes. that's fine. Okay, listen to this. They found uh, I didn't realize they they actually named some of these. Of all these samples, they found oh, uh, these species, blue shark, silky shark. Mm. Oh, those are tasty. Mm. White tip reef shark. Mm. Yeah. No? A little okay. chewy. A little chewy. Uh, those were vulnerable species, those two. Uh, they also found DNA of the sickle fin weasel shark. Oh, yes. Those those are just fine to eat. Yep. <laughs> Based on the name, I'd say the more of those you can shove into cat food, the better. Yeah. We don't need any. That's a that's a brand of shark we just don't need floating around. No. It's the sickle fin weasel sharks. Yeah, nobody needs sickle fin weasel sharks. Although I loved, yeah. I loved their work. Those first two albums were amazing. They were incredible. Did we have albums. To, were there enough weasel sharks that we needed one more differentiator with the sickle fin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many other weasel sharks are there? <laughs> oh, you got the curved fin, uh, the hook fin yeah, weasel the, shark, uh, uh, the hammer fin uh, yeah. <laughs> weasel shark. Yeah, the regular fin. No one talks about the regular fin weasel shark. They're not really, you know, right, they're not exactly. vulnerable. So who cares? Go ahead and eat them. I guess. Uh, all right, here's uh, here's my favorite story of the week, or of the day, rather. Okay, all right. D- disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein uh, got cuts, caught smuggling milk duds into jail. Oh, I hope those are milk duds. I hope they're I hope they're poo nuggets. That's what I <laughs> Who wants milk duds? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein was caught with contraband milk duds in November, prompting a reprimand from L.A. County jail guards, according to records uh, viewed by Variety.com. The milk duds were found during a search on November 10th after Weinstein had a face-to-face meeting with Sean Berkeley, one of his attorneys. The milk duds were confiscated, and the uh, the guards warned uh, that they would have to search his attorney's legal binders and laptop bags on future visits because he's the one what brought the milk duds. I thought you were allowed to bring food in as long as it got checked for like nail files remember how you'd always see the the cartoons of the birthday cake and they'd look inside and there's like a file in mm-hmm. not a nail file but like a file in there to cut through the bars yeah i thought it was okay to bring uh bring food to your inmate friends do we have no? uh who do we have in the jail well business? hammond was a warden for a long oh time. yeah for the youth, the, youth, right the youth warden stuff he used to do yeah yeah. Hammond, if you're listening, he's probably not. If you if he is, though, you can fill us in. Anybody else in correctional uh, institutions, let us know. Like, is it was it always just a joke that a cake had a file in it, and that we now yeah. Brian and I are just under the assumption that a cake is fine? It was okay to bring food. If the cake without a file, totally fine to bring to uh, prison. And it's entirely uh, possible that this guy thought this the attorney thought that milk duds were 100 percent okay. You know, he may not have yeah. known. I'm texting uh, Hammond right now. Is it okay to bring prisoners food like cake or milk duds? Yeah. Is it maybe they can be too easily laced with drugs? Maybe they can have. Oh, that could be right. Like a the bath salt milk duds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They call those BS BS milk duds BS uh, yeah. MDs. Yeah. That doesn't just stand for bullshit doctors. It's. It's bath salts, milk duds. I just love the fact that Heaven's going to get this weird message out of the blue. Like, I'm going to go visit my friend in jail, and I'm wondering if I can take him a cake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He doesn't have any context for this. No, no, this is completely out of the blue, which is the best. Crazy neighbor Dave is in in jail, and I would like to take him a cake. I'd like to take him some milk duds. Is that cool? Is that cool? Is that all right? 
I'll bet it's drugs. I'll bet you money it's drugs. It I know you've that. got like a commissary. Uh, oh yeah, he replied back. <laughs> Not in our jail. I suggest you call the facility for their own rules. Nice, <laughs> nice. See, he doesn't know. He thinks you're serious. He doesn't know it's the best. Yeah. That's great. Keep him, lead him, keep him yeah, there. Yeah, we'll just keep him. Uh... That'll teach him not to listen to the, the update on the show. Um, uh, all right. Awesome. Let's see. The Weinstein claimed uh, to the guards that he was brought the milk duds by his, uh, I don't know. He had bought the milk, brought the milk duds with him when he was extradited from New York in July. So he, mm. he lied. These are, no, no, these are my milk duds. These are my milk duds. Do you want to touch my penis? He'd say. <laughs> Because <laughs> he loves to be touched there. Uh, let's see. The milk duds confiscated. They warned. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, here it is. Um, uh, the jail official said he had been searched upon his arrival in the L.A. County Jail's medical facility. Uh, nothing was found, leading him to conclude the milk duds were passed to him during the, the attorney visit. Weinstein apologized for the incident in a uh, statement Wednesday. Here's what he said. This was an innocent misunderstanding. I'm sure he's super trustworthy. This seems like the kind of guy that would never lie ever. Oh, seems yeah, like no, Harvey sure. Weinstein is the most honest guy on the planet. And uh, surely isn't in jail for reasons that make him a giant flaming douchebag. Anyway, this was an innocent misunderstanding, he said. It will not happen again. I have been a model inmate following the rules and regulations. I am sincerely sorry. Weinstein's lead attorneys, Mark Weinstein, uh, Worksman, and Alan Jackson also issued an apology. Um, well, you're not <laughs> I also a mo- like to visualize that that the prison has like a uh, a ref- uh, like a refreshment stand or like a, uh, a lobby. Let's all go. You say, oh, let's see. I'll take the milk duds, some raisinets, and uh, did you want uh, did you want jujubes? Let's yeah, give jujubes. you some jujubes. Jujubes. There you go. Never had a jujube. Have you had one? No, before? I haven't either. No. I only I seen they're the, like those on they're TV. like spherical gummy bears, aren't they? Isn't that what a jujube is? Like oh, they're just like uh, a little chewy. disc. It's like a little disc, right? I think so. Now I'm going to look it up. Juju bees. They're on that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine takes him to her boyfriend's uh, hospital room. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Oh, well, they're I found... kind of... Um... Oh, they look, like, they look like dental work removers. Man. I'm not finding it because I found a uh, American drag queen. I found a um, baby uh, item manufacturer. They're basically but, uh, another spell juju bees. J Ju or J U J U bees. B E S. That's well, okay. Oh, there we go. Now I found them. They look like oh, uh, yeah, they're drops, basically. Yeah, they're just they're just dots. Another yeah. form of dots. And these will f- take your face apart if you have any kind of fillings or crowns. <laughs> exactly. Say goodbye to any fillings yeah. you've got. Yeah, don't yeah. don't eat these. They'll A, they'll they'll give you need for fillings if you don't have any, and B, if you have fillings, it'll take them out. Don't do it. <laughs> I do like how you've got the uh here's the candy next to it, here's the gumdrops, and then here's the American drag queen. Yeah. American drag queen. We had it. Her we, name is Juju B. Is there really a drag queen <laughs> called Juju B? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Should I be familiar with this Her person? real name is Airline Inthriath. Airline? Airline. Oh, it is Airline. A-I-R-L-I-N-E, <laughs> Airline Inthriath. It is Airline. <laughs> uh, oh, she was uh, the first season of that drag race. That's why she's popular. Yeah, she's, RuPaul. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Some of those guys, uh, some of those people who are on that um, show... Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are just regular dudes most of the time, and then just this is a thing they do for fun or profession. Is they sure they sure. do drag stuff? Um, it, it, so it's generally seen as it's okay for me to say 
what I'm saying is if you're a drag queen, it doesn't mean you're necessarily identifying as a woman. It may it may just be that this is just your performance persona. Yeah, that you, right? Right. You just uh, you can be I imagine there are straight drag queens, right? Yeah. Tally are there there's gotta be, right? I mean I guess it's just like dressing up yeah, they're just like doing this. Performing as, as women, but still uh, like to be with women. Yeah, or or they're just like, I, I mean, here's my experience with drag queens, and I'm not kidding. This is as far as it goes. Uh-huh. I've seen the birdcage about seven times. <laughs> okay, and I love that movie. Oh, you need to go to, there's got to be like a, uh, we've got a drag queen bingo out here. It's so, it's so much fun. Oh my gosh. Is that the one you... Yeah, you showed. There's a picture. I of the, sent you a photo of, yeah. uh, of the guy walking around, letting you slurp uh, Jello shots off his butt. Yes. <laughs> I don't want anyone's butt. Well, whatever. She was like uh, uh, '80s era um, Paulina Poroskova or something. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'd, she was. Uh, yeah. But but I don't. All right, I don't. there we go. Yes, exactly. No, this was this was just a dude, like a dude in a jockstrap. Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah. here. He says, dra- uh, she says, drag queens can be trans or not. They can be straight or not. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. It's cool. just whatever. Right, cool. Just whatever. You just, you know, you are what you are and you do what you do. There we go. Maddie Morphosis. I love that name. Maddie Morphosis is a straight queen from Arkansas who was on season 14. When, cool. uh, how many seasons are there of that show? Holy crap. At least 14. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Uh, let's see. It's been going since 2012. Yeah. Oh, no. That's just all stars. It's been going since... Uh, uh, let's see. Where's what was the fourteen of American Drag Race? <laughs> like there's a show called Dragnificent. That's awesome. Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah. I do like that. Dragnificent. Come on, <laughs> that's really good. Oh, just fourteen seasons of American Drag Race. Okay, just okay. fourteen. That's all. Just fourteen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, okay. on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it will be some time with our Tuesday people. Uh, that's right. Bill Duran will be here. Right after that, we'll spend some time with Bobby talking science. That'll be after this. Brian, what are we playing? Who are you calling Tuesday people? Uh, yeah, Brom wrote in and said, Hey, Squanch and Bird Person. Ah, like uh, that. I like that. Uh, I have a good friend who is an amazing indie punk rock, who is in an amazing indie punk rock group from Denver called the Potato Pirates. I'm requesting the song Drink Ourselves Under the Table from their 2019 album Hymns for the Wayward, because what's more TMS than getting drunk first thing in the morning? Unless you're Claire, since TMS is conveniently on at Drink O'Clock Irish Time. Mm. By the way, happy uh, International Women's Day to uh, uh, an international woman, Claire Gack. Yeah, right also uh, uh, Sam James from canada she's international oh, right she's international yeah and really all of our american women friends are international if you're outside the country yeah. so uh all women international women's day to all of our women all our women our women all, all our of women. our women <laughs> oh, yeah so it brings bacon yeah Another that's right international woman that's yes. right well done all of our women all of our women oh and all ta- of the women in our lives is ta- the way i meant to phrase that tally also in canada happy international oh, yeah. uh women's day to yep. you happy may all the women have a great international day okay gidget wherever you are right now happy international women's yeah day. wherever you are all right <laughs> uh they sent me permission they reached out to the band band said oh absolutely uh, just like that uh just a quick uh note for you scott there is an f-bomb at one minute 15 seconds so oh. you may want to please make a note of it yes i will make a note of it and beep it in post there you go mm. and brahm says is it too early to get a hunk ah Oh, we love the honk. Horn and scream is, I think, the official term for that. Did I? Did I? Yeah, here it is. 
The horn and scream. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Yeah. All right, Brom. Yes. Happy to play this one for you. Uh, from their album, Hymns for the Wayward from 2019, here's the Denver punk rock group, the Potato Pirates, and Drink Ourselves Under the Table.
to Thrive. And it turns out we all might like Thrive Market as well. That's my attempt at some fun wordplay there. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living an easy and affordable thing for everybody. That means you. Okay? Thrive Market carries all of your favorite clean brands uh, with everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood and more. It's all brought straight to your door. Simple delivery. And uh, if you find a price lower anywhere, they'll match it. Each and every item is vetted by Thrive's high standards, so you get the highest quality products at the best price. Plus, you can easily shop with filters such as keto, gluten-free, low-sugar, there's around 100 options or so to, to sort by, which is pretty great. And when you become a member, the Thrive Market donates a membership to a family in need. And they donated uh, $4.5 million, holy crap, in healthy groceries and counting. They're still at it. Here's why I love them. Look, I like some cashews, and I like some beef sticks, and I like some raisins. These may sound like a strange combination, but that's the, la- the, the most recent order I did. And I love them all. (laughs) Healthy, well-made, you know, ethically sourced food. Mm, Even my snacks are better these days. It's really, really great. They have two types of membership options, monthly or annually. And, uh, you know, it depends on what suits your needs. Uh, Go with one or the other. And, uh, yeah, I love them. They're really, really great. And I saved money. That's great, too. How about you save some more money? Get 40% off your order and a free gift worth over $50 by joining today at thrivemarket.com slash TMS. That's 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over $50 by going to thrive, that's T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivemarket.com slash TMS. Give it a shot. You'll like it. I doubt if we'll get anything out of those men we caught. We can try. At least they're out of circulation, thanks to you. Now you can see how important it is to guard every place where diamonds are kept. I certainly do. We can get a line on who's after the diamonds and where they're taking them. This is Betty. She's saying I brought my four children here on vacation. <laughs> the Morning Stream. I got a middle finger. You like that lady? She's pretty great. I like that lady because I'm just picturing Betty looks really tired. Betty's saying, I brought my four children on vacation. How can you tell? (laughs) Because Betty's sitting there with a, uh, the tallest Mai Tai they would sell her (laughs) and a sleepy look on her face. That lady's awesome. I love her. Um, all right. Uh, credit where it's due. That song, uh, again, who is that? Yeah, that song is, uh, uh, that song is Drink Ourselves Under the Table by The Potato Pirates, a uh, indie punk rock group here from Denver. Very much like a Dropkick Murphys kind of style. So mm. hope you dug it. I bet I will when I hear it in post. Yeah. I might even keep that F-bomb if it feels good, you know? <laughs> when, when does an F-bomb not feel good? It just depends on the context. Feel good F-bomb of the year. That's right. So Punish Props own Bill Duran coming in. Yeah, I know exactly. Well, I know what I'm hoping he's going to be talking about. Oh, really? Well, then let's find out together. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. As mentioned before, Bill Duran, who makes things, comes on uh, Tuesdays, talks about making that stuff on his YouTube channel and otherwise, and he's back with us today. Hi, Bill. 
Hey, Good Bill. morning. Hey. I hope you're going to talk to us about uh, squirrels. Oh. You better believe it. Oh, yes. I have no idea what this is about, so I'm I'm very ex- I'm Twitter-pated, oh. right? Is that a word? Is that a thing? It, it is a word. <laughs> it is absolutely Twitter-pated. Sure. Okay, fantastic. Uh, hey, Bill, tell us more. What are, you, what are you doing this week? All right. Well, a while back, we made a little something from the game Inscription. We made the, the squirrel in a bottle. Yeah. It was very fun. It was. Uh, but there, there's more from that game that we wanted to make. Very nice. By, made- by the way, did I, did I see on Twitter or something you were interacting with somebody who did this, uh, made one based on your uh, your build or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's actually uh, one of my favorite things to see when I make a thing and make a video about it. And then someone on the internet follows along. Yeah. That's just, that makes me feel so good. Yeah, it should. It's very cool they did that. Anyway, sorry. So you've got more. There's more to, that game has to offer for you as a maker, doesn't it? There definitely is. Uh, And in fact, the 3D artist for the game, the artist that worked on the game, uh, was allowed to release a bunch of 3D printable files from the game. Uh, So there's some masks. If you play the game, you know there's a character that has changes a bunch of cool masks. Yeah. Uh, And a bunch of really cool animal totems. And the files are just up on Thingiverse. They're free. You can go download them. uh, And they're really cool and really intricate. And I also wish more video game companies did this. Yeah, that would be no kind of neat, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's For unfortunate. Sure. I can I can see why some don't because they see it as you know important intellectual property or whatever. But uh, I think since people can kind of duplicate that stuff pretty well anyway, you may as well join in the party and like get people excited sure. about your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we decided there's a squirrel totem that that we wanted to make. There are these different animal totems from the game. You get uh, you combine an animal head with a different symbol on the belly. There's a little symbol on their chest uh, to be able to upgrade all the cards of that kind with the new attribute. It's a really fun little system from the game. And the way that the printing files work, you print the body and then you print a different symbol for the chest. And then you print a different animal for the head. So we chose Squirrel Totem. With the triple blood upgrade, which if you played the game, you know it's a little OP. It's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, it uh, is. It is. I got about. I've not finished the game entirely, like seen every single inch of the thing, mm-hmm. but I got far enough to see that, and it is OP. Yeah, <laughs> horrifically oh, yeah. so. Great. Yeah, it's mm. good. So that's the that was the decision we made. The the totem we decided to make, and it was a really great task for the newer resin printer that we got. The new uh, we got the AnyCubic Ma. Mono X, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it printed awesome. <laughs> it looks really cool. The sculpt so is very, very organic, very sculptural, and the resin printer did an awesome job with it. Uh, the squirrel and all of the totems have glowing eyes, and the symbol on their chest glows. So we printed all the parts in a transparent resin, and we printed it hollow so that we could just feed LEDs up into the body. And it makes the whole thing glow. But before we painted any of it, we just masked off the eyes and the chest with toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste or not. That great uh, resin, or not, re- uh, great uh, um, primer masking material, toothpaste. Toothpaste. That's right. Yeah. Hold on. I, <laughs> can't let the, I can't let this just go too fast. What kind of toothpaste? Like, are we talking a special brand? It has to oh. be minty. Like, what's the deal? So I would recommend getting the most basic toothpaste possible. I wouldn't use anything with hydrogen and peroxide with it. That could mess with your paint. Mm. So whatever the cheapest, most basic toothpaste you can find is. Okay. 
right. Uh, now, I, I've in the past used um, latex rubber for this, and uh, that would be even better. I just happen to be all out. The latex is cool because it, it's a liquid that you can brush on as a masking uh, fluid, and then it dries, and when it's done, you can peel it off, and it, and it just peels right off. It's very satisfying. But I'm all out, so we use the toothpaste, which worked pretty well. That's great. Uh, and then we sprayed our primer on there, and we sprayed our base color of paint on there. And then we scraped all the toothpaste off so that everything is painted except for the eyes and the chest, so that those are the only spots that let light out. Uh, and that whole process worked out really well. So was the, super happy how that turned out. Even though it's called transparent resin, it still seems like there's an opaqueness there you'd have to deal with in terms of like lack of brightness it's, or something. Or you know what it's like? It's like. Um, because the 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 problem you run into, it's like when you make ice, mm. unless unless you make something that is just all glass in a mold, and then it sets all at the same time, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a little bit of um, opacity just yeah. because of the layers. So just a little, a, cl- a little, a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cloudy maybe is the word I'm looking Cloudiness, for. Cloudiness. Yeah. 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 It's a little, just a little bit translucent instead of being transparent. It's actually really good for the LEDs cause it helps diffuse the light more. It makes it look more glowy mm-hmm. as opposed to just having like a spot of light. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it turned out great. Like it's, it was almost a perfect consistency for being like a light pipe to sort of let more light out. Well, plus the, this aesthetic in the game, is everything's a little aged and yellowed and you know mm-hmm. it, it kind of still fits even in that regard which is pretty cool yeah and i have a bunch of different colors of led uh and i went with a warm white you can get like a like a day like a daylight light like more of a blue white led mm-hmm. and i went with them warm white leds It'd be a little more like that a little more old uh, to look kind of aged mm. uh, and i think it turned out pretty well the um uh, the so we spray painted it like a like a gray. We wanted the whole thing to look like carved stone. Yeah. And uh, once it was, uh, it was actually kind of cool because I scraped away a lot of the uh, toothpaste, but then I went in there with a wet a wet brush and just scrubbed it away. Mm. You know, it got all frothy and toothpastey mm. <laughs> to get rid of the rest of it, and that worked really well. And the rest of it was painted by hand. So Britt did a lot of the painting with just normal acrylic paints. Did some washes. Did some dry brushing. Uh, to get it to look a little bit more like stone. Oh, look how bright that does. light comes out. Uh, you know what? This is rad. These are cool. You could sell these. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how many it people. It is super, super cool. I don't know how many people have played this game, but you guys have nailed the aesthetic. It looks great. Mm-hmm. There's a certain <laughs> other thing about that game that they're aiming for there, which is these aren't meant to be beautifully, you know, rendered, um, perfect polygonal no edges, no jaggy kind of thing. They're ga- they're more aiming for like a PS1 era, dirty, crusty yeah. kind of look. And and you guys have duped that really well here, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it looks really uh, good. Watching your, watching your video yesterday inspired me, um, started working on a, a holder. So I got the, uh, the Savvy's lightsaber, uh, Kyber crystals, right? Ooh. Got quite the collection of them. There's a blue one right here. I'm holding up to the screen. Um, and I wanted to create a holder that has light coming up out of the base to make the crystals glow, um, you know, based on seeing the way you made the, uh, the scroll glow, I'm not going to do the whole thing in clear and then just paint over the parts I want. It's just going to be openings where the, the light will be coming up. But, uh, yeah, I'm really like, 
you know, always fun when you get inspired uh, yeah. by, by one of your cool videos. Here's the here's the bass part. So just as kind of like a uh, oh, hold on, I gotta an get, example. I'm going to get bright up go. here. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. How those kyber crystals glow. Oh, I want to collect all of them and yeah. then upgrade my armor yeah. or something. Well, and, and I can also 3D print all the colors I'm missing because I've got clear resin to... <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. kind of compensate for I'm not buying a white one. I don't I never found a black one, so I'm gonna make yeah. uh just kind of print those myself. Hmm. You, will you just uh dye the the res the clear resin to get the color you want? No, I actually have uh a few different colors of clear resin just from oh, awesome. projects I've done. So I've got a smoky black one that's in the printer right now making Ooh. making black kyber crystals. That's cool. I just I actually just got some smoky black resin myself too. Yeah, and I just, I just printed. I'm not going to spill the beans, but flavor to it. yeah, <laughs> I just printed something with that yesterday. That I, uh-huh. it'll be a project in the next couple of weeks, and it oh, looks cool. really cool. Mm. Cool! Oh, I can't wait to yeah. see how it looks. Awesome. Uh, one more quick thing with the squirrel totem in the game when you the totem upgrades a card, so all the squirrel cards get upgraded. So that symbol on the belly gets added to the cards as like this glowing symbol. So I made a little stencil, and I mixed up my own UV reactive paint by mixing glow powder with clear paint to make that symbol. And you can barely see the symbol normally, but when you put a UV flashlight on it, it glows green, and it looks really cool. It looks just like it's from the game. Interesting. That was like the little additional thing we added at the end of the video. I'm super happy with how that turned out. Like. It looks like it's just from the game. I have a resin question that is totally unrelated. I'm just looking at a list of the best resin printers for the year, and there's you know Tom's Hardware and Wirecutter and all these people have different opinions. Why is it all of them, no matter what the brand, the the shell that you put on top of it while it prints is always like amber in color? Oh, because you're curing resin. Like basically, the resin that's in that vat cures when it's exposed to sunlight or or ultraviolet light. Yeah. So oh. you want to okay. uh, block any of that extra stuff getting through. Right. Okay. And likewise, the yeah. cleaning station shines UV light on your print to finish it. Mm-hmm. So that same uh, sort of yellowish looking top prevents that UV light coming out into your eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it either keeps the UV light out or in, depending on which operation you're doing. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not saying I'm getting one. I'm just saying maybe I won't. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like you're doing a little shopping, Scott. Well, every time I see somebody do something rad with resin, I just get yeah. I, I get pushed further and closer to to what these people are doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like they're all that expensive. Uh, even the nice, like higher end, really nice resolution stuff is like I don't know. I can get one for five hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. The uh, one I've been using is like seven fifty, I think. Yeah. Compared to the form two that I have from a few years ago, that was like thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah. It's quite a quite a drop in price in the last five years. Yeah. Pretty good time to be getting into it. All right. Well, cool as always. Go check out that latest video up at punishprops.com. It's very, very good. And it'll make you appreciate uh, that game even more if you are a fan. And even if you're not, I think you'll you'll like what you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, you often come on. Well, no, I shouldn't say often. Always come on with a bonus link of some sort. Would you like to do yeah. one today? Yes, my buddy Simone Yetch made a new video. She made a really cool window. It uh, ended up being a, st- a stained glass window. I've seen a couple of people making stained glass windows recently, and it and it always just looks so cool. 
Oh, she's awesome. She's, so this isn't a wacky robot. She made an actual stain etched or glass window thing. Like, yeah, in the last couple of years, she bought a house, so she's yeah. been doing things to upgrade her house, which is great. Cool. Yeah, yeah, she's so great. She's it. one of my favorites. She's Swedish, right? Swedish. So she has my blood, which means <laughs> we're all going to be burned one day. <laughs> what did uh, you say? She's Swedish, right? Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> Swede. <laughs> I really like her. Um, all right. There you go. Bill Duran, everybody. Punchprops.com is the place to go. Go check it out. Bill, we'll see you next week. Yeah. See ya. Bye now. You both. Man, that's cool. It is cool. Uh, that uh, stained glass is gorgeous, too. Oh, I know, right? It looks really good. Yeah. She's she's super smart. Her wacky robots <laughs> that like beat the hell out of people and stuff are some of my favorite oh, things. Oh, that's what I know her from. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah, good it's stuff. Longer. It's cool. The one that now she, she has, did this. Now she can make a glass that beats people up. <laughs> she did one that was a toothbrusher, I think, or a, what was it? It was something in the bathroom and it was a robot. I think it was teeth and it, it just tried to, you know, and she's trying to hold her head still. And think, <laughs> it's really funny stuff. That's awesome. Kind of what she's known for, I guess. Um, and she does quite well. That video right there has got 1.4 million views. Pretty good. Of course it does. Of course it pretty, does. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right. Oh, wow. She had brain cancer? Jeez. Oh, I didn't know this. Is this true? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, kudos to her for overcoming that and and being able to do all this amazing stuff. Yeah. Jeez. That's not a small thing in your life, to have no. a brain tumor removed. May have just been a tumor tumor. Maybe not cancer. I don't know. Like my mom's. My mom had one of those. The size of a grapefruit, they said. Ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah. We didn't get to keep it, though. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Just give her a grapefruit. Just give her a grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. Say, here, mom, keep it in the bag. Don't look at it. It's, we promise it is what we say it is. Um, who, who do, oh, Bobby, that's who we're doing. Yeah. Science time. Forgot what day it was. I almost added Randy to the call. No, don't do that. No, hell Hey, no. guys, how you doing? Hi. Uh, good morning, morning stream. <laughs> he didn't do that, by the way, when we saw him in uh, California. Oh, man. Hey, welcome to lunch at El Torito. That's how are you a, doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm on my 12th cup of coffee. <laughs> All right, check this out. Science. Hey, hey, it's science. You know who's on science uh, Tuesdays? It's Bobby Frankenberger, who's joining us now. Hi, Bobby. How are you doing there, bud? I'm doing good. Do you have your Steam Deck email yet? Nope. Did you? Oh, no. No, I think I'm <laughs> Let's probably... Let's just have our weekly check-in here, okay? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm looking, actually, so I keep checking spam, and I haven't done it today, so let me just check real quick. I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't go there, but, you know, you want to be you want to be safe. Yeah, still nothing. So yeah, I'm checking my spam. I still get. I'm still getting my penis 15 inches emails. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, good. Those are still coming through just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they're worried about you, man. I they, think it's saying pen is 15 inches. I oh. think it's trying to sell you a long pen. Oh, that's oh. why it takes you to penisland.com. Oh well. Yeah, I'll definitely land. I'll definitely take that off the spam filter. Then I need to get those. Yeah, for sure. You need a lung pen. Who yeah, doesn't yeah. need a fifteen inch pen? No. Thank it, you. Thank you for giving me the permission I needed. Wink, wink. Yep. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, yeah. So no good yet, but we'll see soon. Hopefully, we got. Um, uh, uh, remember the other Bill, uh, come, who was in season one of ANTP, Bill. Uh, yeah, there are lots of yeah, bills yeah. in our lives. Well, huh? yes. Anyway, he's coming on uh, core for uh, his hot takes on his Steam Deck, which he did receive. Oh, cool. Yeah. cool. So he got his. We're going to hear he must, learn all he about must it. must have had one of the bots. 
Yeah, he <laughs> he had a sniper bot that that got it early. I don't know. Yeah, I've I've yeah. heard from a lot of friends who are on that first wave. I had one friend who said, "You know what? I'm not going to need it or get it. I'm on the first wave. When this comes in, I'll just send it to you, and uh, you can just pay me, you know, PayPal or whatever." Nice. And I said, nice. "I said, oh, that's great." And then about a week later, he said. You know, I decided I think I'm just going to go ahead and get it. I just watched some more videos on it. It seems really cool. I'm keeping it. So now he's selling Now that it's in my hand. Yeah. You should have uh, have had him sign something. I've seen it a lot with adoptions. You should have had him sign a... He's about about to have a baby, and I think his thinking is this would be his perfect gaming thing to have with him. When he's up yeah, at yeah. night or whatever, so we'll That's we'll see. I think idea. I think handheld gaming is harder than people remember with game with babies, but whatever. Good luck. That's well, what I'd say. True. Anyway, Bobby, you're here. Uh, we probably have some sort of big science topic to cover, and I would love to hear what it is. So, what are you thinking about this week? Um, well, I was thinking about the war in Ukraine, and um, I was thinking about diplomatic relations with Russia being strained as they are right now Mm -hmm. and how that affects science. And believe it or not, it does, in particular, space science. Oh. Um, Do you guys know that we are super close or have been in the past really close partners with Russia on space? We have been, yeah, especially ISS stuff, right, up there with the... Yeah, especially ISS, but, but it extends way beyond that. We we So we've been working with Russia since the 90s, on the International Space Station, mm-hmm. uh, that that doesn't happen without our our co- cooperation with Russia. Um, oh yeah, I don't even think that thing. I mean, we certainly wouldn't have Peter Stormare up there talking to uh, Bruce Willis, <laughs> right? Up, uh, this yeah. is how you fix it. You hit it with the wrench. <laughs> I love that role. It's one of my favorite things he ever did. He was the only guy up there, and he's all stinky, and they weren't sure they could trust him. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah. For, by all accounts, the smell is pretty overwhelming when you go into this space. <laughs> really? Is that true? I yeah. didn't know this. That's great. Yeah. I love they that. They can't open a window, I guess. Uh, so what are you going to do? Yeah. So yeah air it out. <laughs> crack, a, crack a window. And I mean, it's all recycled yeah. air, you know. So yeah, That's true. So, uh, um, but there are other yeah. things. Europe, uh, Europe in general, like all European nations that are doing space stuff, they uh, they have this uh, ExoMars exploration mission that they're they were trying to get cranked up to go to mars and they were working with russia on that they were going to be russia was going to be supplying the the rockets and the lander for that mission they've can't russia's canceled that yeah um uh they russia vowed to stop selling rockets to u.s companies so not just to nasa but uh and and stuff but we're talking spacex and and uh you know northrop Grumman and and all those big we, all those companies that need rockets to make their stuff. Were we buying Russia a lot of rockets from. before from them? Or we, I thought we yes, made most Russia, of that ourselves. Russia makes a lot of um, rocket engines mm. and a lot of rocket parts, and and we were they were a big supplier of that. We our our trade with them was how we how we got a lot of that stuff, and um, they also they canceled a contract with uh, this company, private company, but a company called OneWeb. Which uh, has been launching rockets to try to their their mission is they want to create a global uh, web of internet providing satellites. Oh yeah, and and they had a big contract with Russia. They canceled all that. So Russia's like cutting its ties in space stuff everywhere. And they, I assume some of those ties are being cut the other direction, right? 
Everybody seems well, to be for putting sure, stuff yeah. on hold. Well, for sure, yeah. And sanctions that that different countries have on them is going to impact it a big time. So, so for example, the the ISS is still operating, and no, nobody, neither us nor Russia, have explicitly stated that we're going to stop that. Uh, but is it uncomfortable up there though? Is there like some, you know, is <laughs> you gotta, your, is you your wonder. freaking Yuri and and Carl up there hanging out, going, oh man, you see what's going on down there? Oh yeah, seems very bad. Could be bad. Like what? What do they do if they're already up there? They're up in space. I, I don't want yeah. anything weird to happen to those guys. Yeah, that's it's not ideal. I don't know what kind of uncomfortable conversations you're having. But. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, was the movie? Uh, Twenty ten had that situation, right? Where um, while all the Americans and Russians were on that space station floating around Jupiter, uh, the countries went to war and they're like, well, I guess we got to divide this. We have to lessen Esmond the space station in half and can't cross the lines kind of thing. Oh, that's a yeah. good deep cut. I loved when Les Nesman cut the office in half. <laughs> That's an amazing. Well, you know, yeah, that's really good. Sorry. You can see the bombs from space yeah. that are going off. Um I know back in, you know back when Russia was the whole thing happened in Ukraine back in I think 2015 with the Crimean uh peninsula. Oh, issue. yeah. They were trying to annex Crimea. Yeah. Um and uh there was an astronaut up in the ISS who was sending pictures and videos and down saying uh, of how you could see uh, the the bombing that was being done from up there and how like how weird that must be to see it and it just yeah imagine an a, an American and or well there's a German guy up there too so you've got the European oh, and the American <laughs> exactly and they're just imagine watching this with a Russian dude right there oh I can't imagine it yeah must be does the does the German have a tattoo of a fence across right right down his face that just goes down the center of his body and then maybe it and has a little 1990 written to it and then it's like broken there <laughs> no no he doesn't have a division of east and west okay there it goes he does not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh but yeah i um i don't know i i like to imagine that it, it, the the what's going on up there might be a little more um amicable or, or at least not too tense i know historically the iss has been a place where you know Science, it's like bringing a bringing together of people and like let's put politics behind us. And I don't surely that's why it hasn't been shut down yet. But there's a very big risk that it's going to be it's going to stop. Um, well, these so, that's the other thing is as much as you know, R Russia needs their sign, the, their core of scientists to be loyal to the state or whatever. You know that there's more more probable is that there's just a lot of mutual respect between these international scientists and they are excited to be working together and sharing data and yeah. like this has been the relationship and so to have their government you know f things up like this must just be for everybody involved but I don't think it works like you know I don't think the the Russian guy up there's like oh okay well this means I don't like you anymore to, to the guy across <laughs> right, the room right exactly I think they probably would like to keep going and keep making cool yeah, stuff happen. But but the people on the ground are making it difficult. So, for example, the the, the contract ag agreements that we have with Russia have to get renewed every so often, and uh, the current agreement that we have runs through 2024. And the U.S. has already said that they're they've already got plans to renew that to 2030. That's already going through. But but Roscosmos, which is the Russian version of NASA. Um, they have not renewed past 2024, and they haven't stated whether or not they're going to. And the the reason that that's a, a problem is because 
whereas there are private space stations being planned to go up, that's not going to happen until 2027 at the earliest. And so there's going to be this gap of time where nothing's going to be, we're not going to be able to do anything in space, um, or at least, you know, in, in low Earth orbit with with the space station and there's a lot of science that goes on up there a lot of important science there's been uh lots of discoveries that have been made like uh medical research is done up there actually we've made some drug developments because you can you can analyze protein crystals and stuff like that and grow them and look at them in zero zero gravity we've made advancements in understanding muscle atrophy and bone loss which is which has um made it possible for us to understand how that happens in a different way so that we could help people uh, down on Earth. Um, but there's other things like, uh, did you know that the, the the International Space Station, the fact that they can see the Earth from up there, they've been um, they've been used to help in disaster response for for certain type of like major natural disasters. Mm. Um, because they can see, they can everything. see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a that's a cool thing. Do, does I'm not suggesting that they're even thinking about this, but does Russia have the missile capability to to like bomb the ISS? Not that they would, but so that's a really good question. And uh, this came up not too long ago because there was, oh, and I'm going to forget a lot of the details, so I'm going to try to stay try not to make them up um but there was a a satellite that was coming out of that that was struck by a a missile in orbit i think we talked about it on the show and a bunch of um debris got flown around and the iss had to get they had to move the iss in order to avoid it so they clearly do have the capability and they Russia straight up said at that time the reason they shot down this defunct satellite with a missile was because they were testing military uh, ability to shoot down things in space because of um, you know our presence in space. Like they said that. I thought it was was China, not China. It was China or Russia. Was it Russia? Was it China? Was it China? Was it China? (laughs) Russia? I don't Uh, remember. Oh, chat rooms. Well, actually, chat rooms not the think, ultimate source, but they're saying China. I don't. I don't know. I think actually, I think that's right. That's why I caveat saying I don't remember all the details. But it was China. So, but I guess I guess you have to imagine if China can do that, then it's possible. Um, so I don't. I don't know if Russia can do it. Um, but uh, if th- things stay heated, the the head of Russ Cosmos or one of the the chief guy there i don't remember what the title is but his name is um dimitri what's his name i've got it somewhere dimitri rogozin um he's been like really out he's a he's a real loyal putin guy right um and he's the head of the russian nasa roscosmos and and he's been really weird about all this stuff and making lots of threatening comments saying that biden sanctions against russia could like could quote lead to the ISS deorbiting, <laughs> um, mm. and that sounded like a very threatening type statement. You yeah, know? right. And because uh, because there's been talk, he also released this video that was it was a fake video, but it was made and released to make it look like it was a bunch of footage from the ISS and all this kind of stuff. But it was a video that made it look like the Russians were leaving the ISS 
saying goodbye, and then you saw like shots of the ISS looked like they were the pieces were separating. The Russian part was separating from the U.S. part, and then the U.S. part was uh, slowly descending to Earth. <laughs> like, and and it, you just gotta wonder what is this guy doing? Like, mm. is this are these like clearly? Clearly, it's a very tense situation, mm. um, and that's going to impact uh, the way we do business in space or science in space um, for who knows how long. The Space Force is still a thing, right? We didn't end that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. are they doing anything? They got like a, are they all at the ready? You got some kind of special rocket no one knows about. They're about to fly up there and, you know, pop a cap in someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're launching their uh, I can't remember the name of the what are those fighters that were on a uh, Battlestar Galactica? Oh, Vipers, Vipers, <laughs> Vipers. Yeah, they're, there, yeah. they're launching their Vipers and <clears throat> Vipers are cool, yeah. man. Those are cool. <laughs> they didn't need to but, be uh, so. Sh- they uh, didn't. They didn't have to be so airplane shaped. That's the only thing that bugged me about them because you're in space. Mm-hmm. You don't need to look like airplanes. That's guys. the thing about all sorts of science fiction. It's always. It's never. I think I think um, we talk about the expanse a lot, right? I think the yeah. expanse has gotten the closest to what I've seen, like like realistically depicting how you don't have to concern yourselves with things like that. Like you know how you know how like in in sci-fi, every ship is always oriented in the same plane, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Like the two ships always meet, like they're on the same plane instead of. Oh but, yeah, upside down and you're but sideways. Have, and, like you'd have yeah. some ship like like tilted sideways and another one tilted like right th- eighty degrees askew and then this way and they would be like it would not be you know because it doesn't matter right um, right you're not going to feel any kind of uh, gra- gravitational difference no matter what so well uh, it's super interesting stuff I don't you know like. These these tense situations have knock-on effects in lots of ways, right? But I don't think everyone always thinks immediately of the scientific impact that they can have, especially in a modern era where, like you say, we're in cooperation with them on many things, and uh, it doesn't you know it doesn't mean that that we're working directly with Putin. It means we're working with really smart scientific communities, and and there's there is benefit to that, and that's usually some of the stuff that can bring these countries together after age-long uh, conflicts, cold wars, things like that. Yeah, but Russia might not care they if may not they care. continue with us because they've been talking to China, um, trying to figure out deals with um, working... China's, China's gearing up to launch their own space station. And so um, they've been talking with China and, and there's, you know, you got to wonder, are they going to work out a deal to be able to work with China on that kind of stuff? Yeah. What would that? Oh, mm-hmm. no, I, the one thing I didn't want to skip past. The name, tell me the name of their uh, space agency again. The Russian one, Russ Cosmos. That sounds like a dude, like a stripper guy. Russ Cosmos, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or, uh, RuPaul's uh, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race contestant, Russ Cosmos. Russ Cosmos. Hey, Russ, what's going on? I'm Russ Cosmos. I don't know why. This just a, seems real dumb to me, but I love it, Russ. Yep. Anyway, well, all right. Good stuff as always. The best part about our uh, talk is that it doesn't have to end here because uh, Bobby does a show called All Around Science. Hey, Bobby, where is it? What is it? And how do people get it? Well, the show is called All Around Science, and you get it on podcast places. Just search for All Around Science. We just did... um... (laughs) 
We just did an episode talking about sleep and your brain. Um, not things like why do you sleep? You know, we touched on that a little bit, but because that's jury's still out on that, believe it or not. Nobody really knows what the purpose is. But we talked about specifically what are what are some of the changes that happen in your brain while you sleep. Your brain actually cleans itself while it's while you're sleeping, and we talked a lot about that. And, oh wow! Yeah. yeah, very nice. Runs a runs a uh, a wash Diagnostic. cycle. Like a yeah. full a full body diagnostic. Deep, your brain defrags overnight. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I haven't had to defrag a drive in so long. I forgot that it was time. a thing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding me of the dark days of my Windows use. Uh, all right. Excellent stuff. Bobby Franken Berger. We'll see you soon. And uh, take care. Bye yeah, now. Bye, guys. All right. Brian, Very we've good. done it. We've done a show. We have. We've completed it. it achievement unlocked. Yep. Show. We have unlocked this achievement. Uh Let's get out of here real quick, though. Uh, uh, was I going to tell people? Oh, uh, just a reminder that uh, Play Retro has moved to Tuesdays for the time being. And uh, that's tonight. Five, well, this afternoon. 3.30 Mountain Time is when uh, me and Dunaway will be recording that right here at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants, however you prefer to go. And uh, you can watch it live. If you don't want to do that, you can get the podcast later. Uh, so check that out. That is probably the main thing that will be airing today, I'm thinking. Yeah. Cool. I think that's it. Uh, also, um, I'll have some more stuff on uh, online about it, but now is a great time to jump in and donate to uh, MS, Bike MS. I will be participating in this year's 150-mile um, bike ride. Will I do all 150 miles? Well, I'm. that's what I've signed up for, so we'll see. Uh, just go to tiny.cc slash bikecoverville2022. That's bikecoverville2022. So uh, go donate and um, and then email me and let me know a few songs you like and uh, I will add them to my playlist that I listen to as I'm training and as I do the ride. Excellent. His sweat will be on your brow. No, it doesn't work that way. Uh, on your hands. Your, ew, ew. <laughs> will be on, my sweat will be on your hands. Gross. Um, excellent. Uh, let's get out of here then. We uh, Oh, a reminder, you guys at home support us over at patreon.com slash TMS. Without you, we can't do it, so please continue to do it if you already do. And if you don't, go read about the reasons why you should. Monthly, weekly, and daily bonus content among many other uh, reasons. So go check it out, patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is located at frogpants.com slash TMS. And I mean all of it, links to everything. So go check that out as well if you're confused or want to find something specific, including old episodes of the show. That'll do it. Brian, hey, why don't you play a song? I just got joined by a dog and a cat. They just both came into my office and left my office like a meeting just let oh, out. Oh, that's <laughs> too bad. Didn't they, they didn't come to tell you something and then thought better of it? Did, no, no. They came in, they uh, stood there for a second, then turned around and left the room. But it's funny how the two of them did it together. It's adorable. He's like, he's in here recording. We shouldn't be here right now. And then they turned around. Yeah, oh, we, oh he's, he's recording. I, well, let's ask him when he's done. Very respectful. Uh, all right. As I mentioned before, it is International Women's Day. And you think of uh, great women uh, internationally like Nellie Sachs and Gertrude Elion and, and Marie Curie and uh, Betty Strickland. Or I'm sorry, Donna Strickland and, and uh, Betty Williams. Uh, there's there's five more I need to talk about, and uh, their names are Mel, Mel, Emma, uh, uh, Victoria, and uh, Jerry. Those are the five we got to talk about. Uh, sporty, scary, baby, uh, spicy, and um, 
and uh, absent. Uh, talking about the Spice Girls and a cover of their song Say You'll Be There with a lot of funk involved from the band or from the performer, Ben Lunkle Soul, uh, his album Soul Wash. Here is the, his cover of Say You'll Be There. I decided we should be friends hey. But now we're going round in circles Tell me will this deja vu never end And now you tell me that you're falling in love Well I never ever thought that would be And this time you're gonna take it easy Throwing for too much emotions at me But any fool can see they're falling I'm gonna make you understand I'm giving you everything All that joy can bring Yes, I swear
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.